Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. All right, back on the show, and it's uh, our North Rutherford County edition with State Representative Mike Sparks here today, and uh, got lots of things that we're going to be chatting about here, Mr. Sparks. Yeah, well, I've got um, uh, we're going to talk about affordable housing and the lack thereof. I've got my friend Pastor Brenda Bryant and um, uh, Jeff uh, Parker with the Housing, Health, and Human Services Rutherford County Alliance uh, in the studio, and I've got Rusty Russ, who's a local. Real estate uh, guru, you've seen his signs around town, commercial, residential, and also does the show, uh, Fish and Affliction TV show. But Rusty's um, on the line with us. Rusty, won't you give us an update about the housing situation out there and um, what you're seeing with lumber prices and affordability? All right, well, in, in this market right now, of course, we're in a market where you've really got to be fast and furious if you're looking for a house. Um I'm looking at uh, Rutherford County this morning, and it shows 93 properties on the market, several of them auction properties, probably 15 auction properties in that mix that are mar- that marked at under 300,000, which is to the point where that's afford- that's what you're referring to as affordable. And the reason I say that's affordable because with an interest rates, you can get rates now at on a 15 under two, and you can get rates at anywhere from 2.2 to 2.5 if you have 680 scores. So, you know, that that puts your note at somewhere around $1,100, which is less than what rent would be. Yes. So, you know, and that's on a, you know, most those are three-bedroom units at, a, you know, at that $300,000 price range now. I'm not saying some of these aren't going to need rehab or maybe have ten or fifteen thousand dollars in work they need done, but in this market, used to you'd go in there and you'd make an offer. You say, hey, "I'd like this uh, this uh, cabinet fixed or these floors redone or get a carpet allowance." Well, you're not you're not really getting that anymore. You're having to go in there and do do those repairs yourself. So how does but, someone uh, afford to do that, Rusty? If if you know uh, we're we're talking about affordable housing, that that would be another big chunk that would be kind of hard to do. I, I guess these homes are still livable, though, right? Yeah. So they're all most of these homes that I'm talking about in this price range are still livable. They may not have the color carpet you want. They may not have the color paint you want. So it's something that if you're a first time home buyer or something, you're you're just working through it as you go through the first couple of years. Yeah. But it is better to be in the market as out of the market because uh, I'll give an example. I had a lady that we got her a a house over on the edge. It wasn't in Brentwood, but it was right there close to the line, and she just loved this house. It was the top of the food chain for where, I, in fact, I told her, man, we can probably get you a little bit better price somewhere else, but she just loved this house and bought it. And we just sold that house for, and it. she didn't have it over two years and made $50,000 on it. Hmm. So, so, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's better to be in the market than out of it because th- these houses are increasing at such a rapid rate. It's I've never, I've been in this business 30-something years. Both my sons are in this business. And uh, really, if you, I've never seen it 
the the values grow so fast, and I've never seen the product move so fast. I mean, we're having a lot of product that we put on the market, and it's under contract in in eight to ten days. And I'll just give you an example. We had a a lady call on a 1985 double wide up in Fairview, and her lot was nothing but hills and dales, no other building site on it. Pretty, pretty peach, pretty Tennessee land and everything. Got a little creeks in it, had one little pond on it. And we put it on the market at 329 and before we were done, we had eight showings the first day, and we were at 377 Wow. Mm-hmm. So isn't uh, part of it, too, though, the inventory? Like if, if you wanted to sell your home and move to another location, you might be able to do that quickly, but then finding some place to go is a whole different issue. Yes, sir. And then... If you think about building costs, I mean, like, say, well, you know, Rusty, I'd like to build me a house. Well, yeah, we can find you a lot, more than likely, but the cost on lumber is, it's come down about 40%, but it's still up 160%. PBC's up 100%. Metal's up 80%, like if you're doing a metal building or, you know, or you're doing a, a small commercial use and you've got to use metal in your structure. So... All those co- costs, you know, and, you know, you know, I know guys that will buy houses, flip them, all that, and their costs have, you know, where they might be thinking 30000 on a flip, now they're at forty forty-five. So, I'm, you know, which, which drives up the price they've got to get for it. I mean, I've got some builders that are actually holding off on building new houses because they can't build them for what the ones they just sold. Yeah. You know, I mean, the cost had gone up that much. Is this market sustainable? I mean, all your years of experience, is, do you do you see us being, this is all sustainable, or, or in six months, a year or two, it's just going to fall out like it you did know, back in 2008, 2009? You know, I broke my crystal ball about six months ago because I really thought it would start, you know, getting a little fade, but I think it's because we're getting so much of an influx of people coming out of, um, like I'm seeing people out of New York, California, Chicago, all these people in moving into this, and there's still a big need for housing. And uh, uh, I'm I'm just telling you, man. There's I don't it has not slowed down any. It didn't slow down through the COVID. And one other thing that people don't realize is the industrial product never slowed down. You know, there's been, you know, there's there's certain aspects of this market, like, of course, if you had a gym, you lost revenues, or if you had maybe a daycare, you lost revenues because of the COVID. But there's been certain aspects of this market that have actually picked up pace. Yeah, Rusty, you know, what are you seeing with, with commercial, with office space, with more people choosing to work from home and uh, that? What are you seeing with, in commercial area? There is still a decent inventory of office space, but as far as, like, if you're coming into Nashville or you're coming into Rutherford County or, or into uh, Lebanon and you're looking for a spot for your business, uh you really can't be real choosy because there's just not a lot of spots coming open. And, you know, if you're moving here and you're buying a house here, you got to, you know, a lot of these guys are, you know, have their own business where it's a HVAC company, maybe they're a plumber or whatever. And so the, as soon as they start hunting for a house, they start hunting for a place to go with their business. Yes. So that's a, 
it's just a super hot commodity. It's as hard to find a industrial 5,000 to six 7,000 square foot building as it is to find a $250,000 house. Yeah. Rusty, how's, how's our buddy Mike Hollingshead doing with their new building and, and all they've got going on? You know, it's a super attractive building. I think it's going to be one of the biggest buildings in Smyrna, 90,000 square foot. Yeah. He, you know, of course, Mike doesn't do anything halfway, and it's it's uh, it's coming along good from what I've seen the other day. I rode through there the other day, and it's uh, it's really going to be a showpiece when he's done with it. How many concrete plants are they up to now? You know, I... I haven't. I talked to Jeremy yesterday. I hadn't asked that question because it goes up every time I ask it. But yeah. the last time I asked it, I think he was over three hundred plants. Is that not cool? You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Rusty. I mean, he's a he's really the American dream. You know, some guy Amen. started out with with you know just a couple of trucks and has grown it into what he's got now. Yes. Well, it just the good Lord also has blessed him a great deal, and he always gives. Glory to God, him and Jeff both, and, and Ryan as well. So thank you, thank you, Rusty, for calling in, and um, uh, uh, we'll be having you back up here in the next couple of weeks, okay? All right, guys, you all have a good day. Take care, man. Appreciate it. Uh, Rusty Rust uh, joining us here. Hey, man, uh, we, we're talking about not only the, the market here, but also want to kind of tie this in with, with homelessness and and things of that nature and micah the part of the issue and 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 i know that this has been discussed frequently on this radio station is just the lack of affordable housing you know when, when you're talking about three hundred thousand dollars in the affordable range wow. eleven $1, hundred dollars a month is still pretty steep in terms of a house payment for someone and if that's cheaper than rent where where do folks go well i was talking to uh, Leroy Wells and Leroy may be may be listening. Uh, he's going to be on Rutherford Magazine with me Sunday night, and um, he he's getting he's a uh, custom home builder, and he was telling me he's getting more requests for people with two master bedrooms where they're they're having their either the parents with them or their kids with them. So that's I guess an option. You know we've we've got um you know a lady that stays with us um uh you know because she can't really find anything and um. But, you know, I often share, you know, I was able to buy my first home at 22, which is where our business is now on Nissan Drive, and it was 60000 And that was a lot of money uh, back in whatever that was, 1990, I guess it was. You mean 1890? 1890, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but it was such a blessing. And I, I was thinking about it this morning because I was thinking about this show, what we're going to talk about. And, and, I, and I think, you know, everybody has somebody that, that's helped them along the way, a mentor, a father. Even though I, I talk about my dad being so hard, my, my father helped me with, with my first car. And when I sold that, that 68 Camaro that I had, which is would be worth a lot of money today with all the options, that was the money I used for that house payment. It was over that, that down payment was 3500 That's what it required down on that house. But how many young people don't have that opportunity? Because they don't have a father that's going to help. They don't have that safety net of a family. Um, I know Jeff and Brenda see it see it and i think that's one reason we see more of the societal breakdown because we've lost that some of that family unit it does it does correlate into the problem well let's uh, introduce our guest here brenda bryant with life of victory christian ministry and jeff parker 
Housing, Health, and Human Services Alliance of Rutherford County. Boy, that's a mouthful, isn't it, Jeff? It is. It is. <laughs> and it's a big job to coordinate all of that work to provide exactly that safety net that you're talking about um, for folks who may not have it. And to just to recognize that we in Rutherford County want that for all of our neighbors. Yeah. Um, Brenda, pull that mic up real close to you there. And um, I assume that this is, is something that you see in your uh, line of work in ministry. Uh, yes, uh, I'm the executive director for Life of Victory Christian Ministries. We're a nonprofit HUD-approved housing counseling agency. And specifically now, uh, you know, I was listening to uh, the gentleman, uh, Rusty, as he was talking to Mike, and he was talking about uh, the challenges with affordable housing availability. And I was thinking, I said, you know, really what is ha what I'm seeing happen a lot, and I'm even suggesting on my end as a HUD-approved housing counselor, that we're going back to the way things used to be in the past where you had families who uh, lived together. You know, you would have the grandmother and you would have the husband and wife and the children and, um, you know, they would live together and save money. Um, and and then when things got better, one would move out. So I'm seeing a lot of that right now. I think that's going to have to happen, really, because at the end of this month, as an example, um, and that's not even talking about homeowners, but I'm talking segueing into renters right now. Uh, the moratorium, the uh, the rental moratorium is going to be up at the end of July. And I really haven't had any indication, talking to Jeff too, that that moratorium was going to be extended. So you're going to have the semblance of a lot of um, evictions that mm -hmm. potentially are going to take place. Now, remind us uh, what the moratorium meant and, and, and what change is coming up with that. Okay, basically uh, what it is, and I'll let Jeff ex uh, expound on that in case he want to add to that, but there was a moratorium um, that was placed by the federal government because of COVID-19 where uh, landlords could not evict tenants uh, if it was COVID-related. Uh, so the evictions were off. If it was anywhere near COVID-related, they could not evict the people from the premises. So if they lost their job due to COVID yes. or uh, several circumstances, then the landlord could not. The, the landlord was able to get money subsidized from the federal government. Exactly. Right? Okay. There's monies that are available, and we're going to talk about that. Uh, but we really want to push today uh, the, the monies that are available to help uh, renters uh, if they're behind in their rent payment so that when that time comes, they won't be evicted. So I'm going to segue, okay, sure. if it's okay with you with Jeff, because he is over that particular program and he can go into the specifics. But I do want to just add that our agency is one of the agencies that's partnering with the program to help process the paperwork. Because, you know, anytime you're dealing with the federal government, the paperwork can be very cumbersome. And so you need somebody to kind of help you navigate through that process and at Life of Victory, uh, we're an agency in the community, in Laverne community, that helps people to segue through that. Uh, we have uh, the machine, all the equipment that's needed to help mm -hmm. process the application. So, Jeff, I'm going to let you expound on that. Yes, more. and we're, we're fortunate here that Rutherford County has stepped up to administer some of those emergency rental assistance program dollars that are available to help tenants and to help property managers, landlords, with uh, at least rental assistance and utilities. Um, for folks who may have, you know, some past due, or maybe, you know, their hours are coming back up, or maybe they're getting a new job after pandemic, 
um, whatever that situation looks like, to step into that gap for a lot of our neighbors who may have gotten behind on rent or utilities through the course of the pandemic. Um, and so we are, uh, we have an alliance of about 70 different agencies, churches, nonprofits, municipalities um, that we're working with just across our county who are all helping tenants and landlords and property managers go through that application process because uh, there, there is always paperwork to go with it and to make sure that folks are able to access those funds as they're getting their feet back under them. This is has been such an un, I don't I don't want to use the word unprecedented. I mean, it's been such a hard time here the last eighteen months for many people. The the economy, jobs, uh, all kinds of things that have gone on, and now that we're in an area, Jeff, that is seeing such growth that you know you have a small piece of land and you have a double wide on it and you wind up getting forty or fifty thousand dollars more and selling it you know prices are just going up that seems like a perfect storm almost for some people oh absolutely and and you know it's kind of a it's kind of a i see both sides of the scale here that the things about middle tennessee that make us such a desirable place that people want to move to are good for our community as a whole and yet we know that they have these consequences for many of our neighbors um, that none of us want right um, and the fascinating thing is, uh, so one of the things that, that we do with HARC is we maintain the database that sort of tracks some of our local data uh, to know exactly what this situation looks like. Um, and so we record assistance records, which, which could be any number of things. That could be as simple as a hot meal, or that could be a new housing placement, you know, that, that helps somebody find that new apartment, that new home that helps them get back on their feet. And those numbers have stayed fairly consistent at about 3,900 unique households a year in both 2019 and 2020 that our member agencies and churches and nonprofits and others have been assisting in all these variety of ways. And so first off, we know that that's you know, a fairly sizable number, that there's a lot of households that have a variety of things going on that need some of that safety net, um, exactly what we're talking about, that, that we want for all of our neighbors and have come and connected with different agencies to receive that. Um, but we also know that's not the peak number um, whatever this is going to look like when the eviction moratorium ends, whatever this is going to look like as we continue to distribute those emergency rental assistance program dollars, um, we know that number has the potential to go up. Um, and, and so that's what we're here to do is to make sure that um, agencies that are able to help folks uh, are there and are trained and are ready and making sure that folks who are looking for that help know where to go to find it. Our guest uh, on the program today, along with uh, State Representative Mike Sparks, Jeff Parker with HARC, and uh, also Brenda Bryant with Life of Victory Christian Ministry. A brief break. We'll come back and um, kind of land this plane here in just a few, get you some uh, more important points. Stay with us. Rutherford Issues. We'll be right back. Turner Security is proud to offer Honeywell Max Pro Cloud for your business. Control your security, access control, and camera system with one app. Arm your security, see your cameras, and unlock a door for a small monthly fee and no contract. Tired of paying for overnight guard service that doesn't work and costs too much? At Turner Security, we have your solution. Attention to the individual with a backpack. You are in a restricted area and need to leave immediately. Video monitoring with real-time live talk from Turner Security. Turn to Turner Security. Congratulations, you've retired. 
You might not be going into the office anymore, but you're finding that between the cleaning, the laundry, the lawn care, all of your home maintenance chores, you're still putting in a day's work every day. By moving to Adams Place Independent Living, the staff takes care of all that for you. Go to adamsplace.org to learn more or find us on Facebook, Adams Place. And the Blue Raiders win again. I need to get some MT gear. Let's go to the mall. Mall store? Really? thought you wanted gear. Any Blue Raider stores in the mall? Well, no. You'll only find a limited selection mixed in with dozens of other schools and teams. My choice is Raider Tees, who specializes in Blue Raider gear with hundreds of items to choose from. They're located just off Broad Street behind Chewy's on Ridgely Road. Raider Tees. Like us on Facebook for early notice of specials and sales. Raider Tees. Bigger, better, and go blue. Rutherford Issues on News Radio WGNS. Back on the program, State Representative Mike Sparks with us uh, here today. We're talking about some uh, help out there for folks. And um, Jeff, Brenda, I'm not sure who uh, wants to kind of pick this up or both of you, but we, we've talked about this rental assistance help. Um, how does someone do that? Sure. And we're fortunate. We were just talking, you know, while these funds are available statewide and around the country, um, we're fortunate that Rutherford County is administering these funds here locally for us. Mm -hmm. And so it makes it a whole lot easier to walk into many of our agencies and receive help through the application process. Um, But anybody can go just to RutherfordCountyTN.gov. Uh, and there's a tab out there for the uh, rental relief program where, you know, if, if you're sitting there thinking, hey, I, I could use some help with this, you can get that application started. And, and they also list a number of our community partners there on their website um, where you can receive assistance through that application process. And Brenda, I, I guess with Life of Victory Christian Ministry in, in uh, the Laverne area, you're able to help with that process? Yes. I, I also wanted to add, uh, and Jeff, correct me if I'm wrong, that you all will, that the program can pay, pay all the back rent in three months going forward. Is Right. So yeah, it, I want to make sure people understand that. Yes. Uh, so it can pay both for rent arrears, you know, money that um, I owe to my landlord or my property manager, but it can also help pay money going forward to hopefully give folks some time to, you know, whether that's getting more hours at work or finding a new job or whatever that looks like for their circumstance, um, to be able to live into that well and not have to stress over housing while they're doing it. Now, can that go all the way back to March 2020 when, when this pandemic started? or So once you get into the application process, there's, there's some variables that kind of gotcha. control how far back. Um, it doesn't have to be contiguous. Um, so it might be that you were furloughed for a little while and then got some extra hours and, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we'll be able to help folks walk through that application process. Gotcha. Well, I mean, Brenda, sometimes when all it takes is is one month or two months to get behind and then you're trying to play catch up you know for a year or longer well that's true and that's kind of what we come in to help facilitate with the landlord uh, some type of workout agreement in order to help prevent people from being evicted Uh, as i said earlier we are a hud approved agency and hud has specifically um, 
what's the word, uh, trained us on how to help, on how to do that uh, specifically as it relates to HUD-owned properties. So uh, when you work with a HUD-approved housing counseling agency, we're specifically trained to not only help navigate through the paperwork uh, in order to receive the funding, but also to help them move towards self-sufficiency. That includes uh, budget, financial uh, fitness, and uh, helping finding other resources in the community to help them move forward mm -hmm. to prevent them from being evicted and to prevent homelessness. I also just want to add one more quick thing. We also work with distressed mortgagers who are behind in their mortgage and there's a threat of foreclosure to work out uh, loss mitigation or options to keep them from losing their home. And in the very near future, a program that's similar to the hardest hit fund where folks who were eligible were able to get up to $40,000 is also uh, going to be coming to Tennessee. I don't know the exact date, but but it is coming. And so we work with lenders during that time in order to help folks stay in their homes uh, while they're in the moratorium. But we also encourage people to pay as much as they can. And then when the program come, uh, we want to be able to uh, pre-qualify people for the program so that they can receive dollars or monies in order to pay their delinquent mortgages. Gotcha. Uh, Mike, just a few seconds left. Final thoughts. Yeah, folks could go uh, also THDA.org has got some good information. There's a number here, 844-500-1112. And uh, it's a big issue, affordable housing. I mean, we're seeing seeing more of it. Unfortunately, I think it's just going to continue to be on the increase. Well, appreciate you all being here today. Uh, for State Representative Mike Sparks and our guest today, Jeff Parker with Hark and also Brenda Bryant with Life of Victory Christian Ministry. Hope you have a great day. Check the podcast if you came in on the show a little later on. 